I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. A decade ago, Jennifer Westfelt starred in a fine independent feature called Kissing Jessica Stein, which she wrote with Heather Jurgensen. It was a dating game comedy with a twist. After meeting too many dreary men, Jessica replies impulsively to a personals ad in the Women Seeking Women section. This leads to a lesbian affair that's as charming as it is complicated. Now Westfelt has written and directed a straight comedy with herself in a starring role. Once again, there's a twist, but no charm at all. She plays Julie, whose biological clock is ticking loudly. Instead of marrying, she makes a deal with a lifelong friend. He's played by Adam Scott. They'll have a baby, then share custody and continue to date other people. It's their solution to the problem of procreating while still preserving romance in their respective lives. Why they'd want to have a baby is another question, given the horrors the child-raising brings to the lives of their married friends, domestic quarrels, endless encumbrance, and, in the case of their own kids, serial attacks of explosive diarrhea. Friends with Kids wants to satirize American mores, but its shrill in tone, awash in unexamined narcissism, and afflicted by explosive verbal diarrhea. There's simply no baseline of normal human activity, let alone intimacy, until the anti-couple finally re-examines their anti-commitment credo. By then, everyone's been so selfish and dislikable that our commitment to the film is lost. The cast includes Kristen Wiig, Chris O'Dowd, Maya Rudolph, and John Hamm, plus Megan Fox. Her character is marginal, but she manages to outshallow everyone else. The hero of John Carter is a Civil War veteran from Virginia who suddenly finds himself teleported to Mars. Actually, he's been telegraphed, as he was in the Edgar Rice Burroughs novels. Once he gets there, he's able to cross the planet's surface in enormous leaps and bounds because of the lower gravity. But his excitement, like ours, is short-lived because the movie's problem is too much gravity and not too little. A deadly heaviness brings Disney's would-be epic down. That's not only saddening but surprising because the director, Andrew Stanton, has given vast pleasure to this planet's audiences through a series of Pixar animation features that include Wally and Finding Nemo. The best to be said of this inert spectacle, partly animated but mostly live action, is that the Martian vistas are attractive in a muted way and the battles are impressive in a routine way. The Martians are routine too. Some of them are four-armed savages called Tharks and they look like refugees from Avatar minus the sexiness and grace. Their battles with humanoid Martians are confusing at first when you're still interested in who's doing what to whom, but eventually disjointed to the point of incoherence. John Carter himself is a constant reminder of how desperately the production needed a real star in the title role. Taylor Kitsch gives a flat performance of snoozifying earnestness. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a brand new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.